the topic of today's teaching is yoked. It's not yoked. How do you like your eggs, fried or fertilized? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Cam. I'm your host. And I'm sitting here with my lovely wife, who is also the host of the Everything Is We podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in like you always do each and every week, showing mad love, showing mad support. We definitely appreciate it. Your support does not go unnoticed. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory. Also, what we need you guys to do is smash the like button. Hit that. No, not the hit the like button. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, YouTube likes that. It helps out the algorithm. All right. It just does. So do it. Hit the like button. And if you're a hater and you want to hit the, the thumbs down button, you, you can do that too. Even... Also, but thanks for watching. Many of you comment based on the title and you don't watch the video. I want you to watch or listen <laughs> first to the entire thing. Okay. Also, a shout out to all of our listeners. Who are listening via podcast platforms that cannot leave comments or like or do any of the things that we say we are talking about the actual video yes, we see yes. you we, we love you. you we don't we can't see you physically and you can't see we us but you can you hear us with the love of from love. our voice to we your ears we want to say we appreciate those who listen we appreciate those of you who tune in every week via the podcast platforms we appreciate you we appreciate love. your ears Everywhere we appreciate we it. We love being a part of your daily routines, whether you're cleaning up, driving home from work, driving to work, whatever you're doing, we appreciate you. Oh, we love you with the love of the Lord. <laughs> also, shout out to our four patrons. <laughs> we have oh. four patrons. If you are not oh, um. a patron yet, a WeFam patron, join our Patreon oh, um, fam. Um, so far, I have been able to give them episodes early. So if you want earlier episodes earlier in the week, we can do that for you if you subscribe as a patron. We're also planning on doing some more cool things, but we can't yeah. do that unless you, you guys sign up. So yeah. we want to do some really cool things for you guys. If you wanted to be a supporter and support our Patreon, go ahead and do that. For some reason, the link wasn't working the past couple weeks. I don't know why. So it's everything is we just search everything is we on Patreon. You should be able to find it there. The link is in the description box. I don't know if it's going to work, but if it doesn't, so sorry about that. Um, I don't know what's going on. But today um, in this podcast, we're going to be answering a, one of the questions that was asked. I asked you guys to give us some topics on the community tab of our YouTube channel um i also asked on our everything is we page so if you're not following everything is we on instagram be sure to do that because i do like to communicate with you guys through there too i also answer some of you guys' messages me and cam so um yeah but um we asked you guys some for some topics on what we should talk about on our next one and i got some questions about or i saw some questions about um being equally yoked so that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to basically explain what equally yoked is because i think people think it means or has something to do with eggs and it has nothing to do with eggs not yoked it's not yoked it's yoke it's equally yoked ah. so we're going to explain what a yoke is a yoke. um what that means in marriage what the bible meant by that um and not just in marriage but in relationships in general i think it applies to all relationships but mostly in, it's more it's the most important in marriage, but I believe it works for all relationships. Um, and I'm also going to just talk about um, kind of piggybacking on one of the other topics we talked about, which was building with one another. We saw some questions about um, 
settling and how do you know when you can build with someone and if they're worth building with and we don't want you guys to settle based on potential um so we want to make sure that we clarify the difference between settling and building together okay okay uh, i wanted to explain what equally yoked was but i wanted to explain it the way that i explained it to this person that i explained it Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. How do you decipher between settling for potential and building with someone? How does that tie in with the Bible when it says not to be with someone who is unequally yoked? What does it even mean to be unequally yoked? LOL. And I said. Oh, come on. Long, diff yes. uh, long, long Building with someone, uh -huh. you can expound on this, but yeah, building yeah. with someone implies there is a clear blueprint you both agree on. Well. Assuming the word of God is the blueprint, both of you then follow that blueprint to build a life together. Mm. Settling for potential would be disregarding the signs that you are not on the same page or that one of you doesn't agree on important blueprint instructions. Mm. Equally yoked is a phrase that speaks to the yoking of two oxen. Come on. Together um, so that they work together in a field or farm. Yes. The yoke is what ties them together yes. so that they move in the same direction and work at the same pace to it's, properly till the it's land. Good. This is getting good. If one ox mm. isn't as strong or tall as the other. Wow. It'll lag behind and cause the bigger or stronger ox to not be able to work as effectively, therefore, they can't move forward to complete the task mm. because they'll be going around in circles. And when oxen are tilling the land together, they're yoked together. So yes. there's a yoke that connects them and they have to move in the same direction to till the land. If one of them is weaker or smaller, then it'll cause the other one to basically pull the other one to down to where the weaker one is which causes them to go in circles yes. instead of going in a straight line. Yes. Because how many of you know that when you go in circles, circles does not get you to your destination? No, you just keep going back and forth. Have you ever been driving thing. and you keep missing your turns? And then what happens? The driver gets frustrated. And then the people in the car that are trying to get to the destination as well, they also get frustrated because they're all trying to get to the destination. Yes. But when you don't have an agreed upon set of guidelines or, or instructions or directions or following the blueprint, it, it creates, it creates tension. havoc and, and chaos. Tension. It creates tension. Both oxen have to be able to do the work together to reach their common goal. That's, that is so good. That is very, 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 very good. Um, what you said, I, it's, it's, it's excellent. Honestly. Um, I type better than I can talk. Now to bring it to, to bring it to the Bible, uh, y'all told me to stop apologizing for, for being who I am. So I'm not, I'm not about to apologize. We're going to open up our Bibles to second Corinthians chapter six, verses 14. Preach pastor. I'm going to be reading from the King James version. Come on, stand to your feet. And the Bible says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? We talk about being unequally yoked in relationships and in marriage. Often, uh, the scripture is, is telling us uh, in this particular instance about walking together or being unequally yoked with unbelievers. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah, it's not then, talking about our specific right, relationship. For what? Fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness. Uh, birds of a feather flock together. Right. Like, you're not going to see 
an eagle flying with pigeons. You're not going to see a dove flying with crows. Right. It's just not going to happen. Why? Because they don't have anything in common. Their likes, their, their wants, their needs, their taste. It's totally different. Yeah. Right. Crows and pigeons. I mean, they'll, they'll eat anything. Mm -hmm. You never see a dove on the ground eating roadkill. It's not in their makeup. It's not in their character. Your character is derived of your reputation. If you have a reputation of eating roadkill, that becomes who you are. That becomes your character. You are what you eat. Right. If you have a reputation of being a good, honorable person, that's your character. You already know cousin Boogaloo, don't lend him no money because he's not going to pay you back. That's his reputation. And so we, uh, those of us that are dating or those of us that um, are trying to be in friendships, platonic friendships, things of that sort with people, we have to. Uh, do a good job of examining and observing people so we don't allow what we want someone to be override who they really are, their character and their right. reputation. Right. Their reputation will let you know who they really are. <laughs> Listen, if you hang around somebody long enough, they're going to show you who they really are. Actions speak louder than words. People are going to really show you who they really are. Yeah. So don't be so quick to jump into serious relationships with people when you haven't taken enough time to observe who they really are. I mean, I got to see you in various seasons. Yeah. Okay. How, okay. What you like in this season? What are you like when you're happy? What are you like when you're sad? What are you like when you're upset? Because this is what happens. Even, even the post that I made on Instagram talking about, you know, various mm-hmm. things when I, when you say you I chose violence, violence. Um, I saw a lot of young women say this. It's not our fault that, you know, he decided to be trash and show me who, his real colors when such and such and such and such happened or when this and this and this, this happened. It's like, no, he always was who he was, but maybe you didn't, you didn't want to see it, want to see that. And you didn't give him enough time Mm -hmm. to show you who he really was. Before you got your feelings involved. Before. And this is what happens, I believe. And I'm not just I don't like to make uh, generalizations because I they literally piss me off. But this is what happens in many cases. I'm an analytics guy. I'm a data guy. I'm a statistics guy. In many cases, young ladies get involved with these young men who appeal to their their senses, they make them feel good. They give them some kind of rush. And, and, and even as we talked about, uh, in the other podcast, their, their endorphins get going. They get having excitement. They, oxytocin yeah, levels. The oxytocin is, levels. That was kissing and dopamine touching. Dopamine and all this stuff. And your body you is, got distracted. your body is telling you one thing. Your mind is, I, you know, I, you no, I, I hate, body. I hate to quote them. I hate to quote them, but you, your mind, your logic is telling you one thing, but your body is telling you something else. And so we often can't even it's been said men will often think with their little head as opposed to their big head. And I believe that women can fall into that as well. That's why I believe it's so important that we don't just throw crazy statements out there like like men are trash and women are trash. No, no, no. How about our decisions are trash. And so we have to be real with ourselves and we have to be real with each other. If I can't tell you the truth in love and let you like, hey, bro, like what? 
Why would you do that? Like, that was trash. That, that was trash. This is why we emphasize friendship before dating. Yeah, absolutely. Getting to know someone before you start dating. Um, even in friendships, getting to know people before you start hanging out with them all the time or lending them your car keys or, you know what I mean? Like, and before you invite people to your house, know who they are first. Like, you, when you get your feelings, when you get so invested into relationships with people and you haven't taken the time to get to know them fully, you won't know what their intentions are until it's too late. So it's like, how do you know whether you're settling or not? You'll know because you spend enough time with that person to know if they're a good person or not. And I think that should be always be the basis of how you decide whether or not somebody is worth spending your life or sharing your life with. Are they a like, are they a good person? Like, do they have the same morals that you do? Do they believe the same things that you do? Like the fundamental basics. There are fundamental basics for every relationship that you need to have. There has to be some general level of respect and understanding for what you both believe and that I feel like those things should be the same. I feel like in order for the relationship to truly work, y'all have to have the same morals. You cannot have a difference of opinion on extremely important things like what you believe in is that important. As a Christian, you base your entire life off of those values and those beliefs. So if you are with someone who doesn't believe those things, you're setting yourself up for a lot of arguments. <laughs> like you gonna disagree on a lot of things. Why would you put yourself through that? I had a couple of people ask, um, you know, what our thoughts are on dating someone who doesn't believe, who, who's not in the same religion. Listen, I've heard of people doing that and making that happen and that works for them. Good for them. I'm not gonna suggest it and I wouldn't do it. You wanna do that? Do what you want to do. But I just feel like as a Christian, it makes it so much easier for me to be in a relationship with someone who believes what I believe. Because then we have faith for the same things. Our goals are the same. Our purpose is the same. Because if everything is we, that means that we have the same purpose and the same goals. That means that regardless of what our gifts and talents are. Our, well, pur our purpose, not our purpose to cut you off, but same. yeah, our purpose when when we decided to become one, when we like I say all this, I say this all the time. When we stood before the witnesses that were at our wedding, our family, our cousins, our loved ones, our friends, our God, we decided that we were going to honor each other, and by honoring each other, we glorify God. That that's what the purpose of our marriage is to is to exemplify. Yes, Christ like faith, Christ like fellowship, Christ like, like love. I feel like that's what all of our purpose should be if you're a Christian. We all have the same purpose. I don't I don't like the idea that people try to make purpose something you do. Like, well, I'm good at this, so this is my purpose. No, that's not your purpose. Your purpose, if you are a Christian, if you're not a Christian, this won't apply to you. But if you're a Christian, your purpose is to glorify God with your life. Period. And however how however you're <laughs> Period. Per. Per. Period. Um and however you're gifted if you have gifts and talents, if you're good at something, use that to, to execute that purpose. But we all have the same purpose. So if you're trying to figure out what your purpose is, God put you on this earth to glorify him, sis. That's literally it. That's that simple. You just got to figure out what you like to do or what you can do, what you feel like you're called to do to go about making that purpose happen. But us getting married, even though we're different people, that doesn't mean we have different purposes or that we have a different goals. Like everything we do is together. That's why equally yoked is so important. When we got married, we are bound together, right? So if we both believe in God and we both believe that we're on this earth to glorify God with our life, we're walking in the same direction, 
right? But if I'm yoked to him and he want to go that way because he believe in something else, but I want to go straight because I believe in God and God is that way, we can't do that. We're not going to be able to walk together. We're, we're just going to be stuck pulling on each other. Back hurt. Tired. Like, we ain't going to go nowhere. One of us is going to end up pulling the other in a direction that we don't want to go in and then we're frustrated and we don't agree. I think I've seen couples who are married and they may both have a understanding like, hey, you know, and it's typically always like the wife goes to church and the husband. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I I see those marriages exist. They have but a very I don't. Hard time. I don't see them thrive. No, they have a very hard time. I could, and I could be. You guys may have seen some other ones that may be thriving, but but none of the ones that I've seen, listen, in that instance, are thriving. And, and and I'm just sorry. Like I just I don't see it thrive. We're both PKs, okay? So we've seen. There's a no lot. continuity. There's no flow. There's no a lot of arguments, a lot of disagreements. Never have I seen a couple where one of them does not believe or is not spiritually in tune um, where that works, where that is, where they do well. Like we said in the, uh, in the video about submission and all of that, the man, according to the Bible, the man is the head of the house. If he can't be my spiritual leader and he can't, you know, walk with me in this and encourage me through that, then what are we doing? Like there's no order here. At least not according to the Bible. I mean, if you don't believe that, then whatever. You know, if you want to be the stronger one, sure. There's a difference between one of us not being strong in our faith, but we still have faith and are willing to have faith and you're willing to learn and grow and listen to people. And you know what I mean? There's a difference between that and then like they don't want to. They're, they're stubborn. They're, like these are qualities that are exhibited at, through their personality. Like, you know, when someone's stubborn, when they don't want to listen, like Cam was saying, you can't as a wife submit to your husband if he's not giving you nothing to submit to if you don't submit to nobody. He won't submit to a church. He won't submit to his boss. He won't, like he's always rebelling or want to do something off the wall crazy. Like these are signs, bro. Look at the signs. But but then again, you still got to submit to your husband because you, I mean, you, well, yes, if y'all are married, you chose him. That was your decision. I think we're trying to help people before they get to that point. But I'm saying married, though, it's, it's, there are there are people that still may be watching and you may be in a situation like this. You got to submit to your husband you because you, you knew. Yeah. I mean, you can pray for him and pray that God changes his heart, but he got to make the decision for himself. But that's what we're saying. If you are dating, please take heed to the signs, bro. This is why the Bible says this, because you it creates unnecessary challenges. Unnecessary. Marriage is marriage is beautiful mm -hmm. but it's also extremely hard On because just just like just like uh, the bible says that we ask uh, uh the woman should submit to her own husband submit to your own husband right and then the bible says for the husband should love the wife like christ loved the church and see today we we talk so heavily about submission that we forget that the husband also has to love like christ loved the church I mean, how many, just, just, I mean, think about you. Think about you. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking to you. Think about you. 
Think about all this, the sins that you've committed. Think about all the times you mess up. Think about, think about all the times you pray and say, God, I ain't going to do it no more. And you keep doing it. I'm talking about me too. Think about this, all the stuff. God, I promise you, I ain't going to do it. I promise I ain't going to do it again. I promise you. And, and I still do it. And guess what? God still loves me. Jesus still loves me because the Bible says there's nothing that can separate us from his love because he loves us unconditionally. And that's how we as husbands got to love our wives. Right. Stuff you don't want to do. Folks don't want to talk about this stuff. I'm going off on a tangent. Same thing with uh, till death do us part. All these people that, that get married and then get divorced like two, three, two, three, four, five, six, seven years later. Like you ain't you ain't even been through nothing yet. Or maybe they went through a whole lot while they was dating and they didn't stop. You ignored, to, you ignored all the signs, ignored all the, signs all the warnings. Uh, you just ran right past that stop sign. Yep. Drove straight through it. And you thought just because you got away with the first time that you were going to be okay. Oh man, this is so much fun. Fun does not always equate to success. You have to have wisdom and discernment. Okay. To understand if you're just going based on your feelings and the potential that someone might have versus actually being able to build with them. The one person who asked this question said, they're a good person, they're just not where you are. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, if you're a good person and you have all of your morals and everything, your standards, all of that, the foundation is there for that. What is it about that person that you feel like they're not where you are? Is it financially? Is it because that that confuses me? It's like if they're not where you are financially, once y'all get married, y'all finances are the same. If you're with someone who is willing to combine finances with you and is willing to be selfless and say, hey, we can work on this together. That's building with someone. That's not settling. This is what I talk about when I'm talking about building with someone. I'm talking about growing with them. Yeah, who they are. Everybody is trying to build empires and stuff. Like everybody wants to be a power couple. Yeah. Like, bro, <laughs> relax. All you're thinking about is the outside. That's not even what we're before I think you before you write your business plan. Learn how to love yourself, so then you can learn how to love your spouse. Exactly. Folks walking around here and wanting wanting to be all these people that they see on social media that ain't really successfully married. You have no foundation that you can look back on and say, okay. Let's do this. Let's. I'm going to be intentional in this. I'm going to be intentional in this. I'm going to be intentional in this. Learn how to be intentional with the small things that are in your life before you get to this big grandiose right. idea of of marriage and so, you don't have the solid foundations to help your marriage be successful when you get into it. So like, okay, for instance, me and Cam, we didn't have no money when we was dating. Okay. How did I know that he was going to be a good husband and I would be able to build with him in that way? Because I saw his work ethic. I saw him getting a job and going on time, listening to his... You know what I mean? Like, I saw a track record of him being faithful in certain ways. My, that, I, I, I hustled. Like, I wanted to have a stable and secure job where I knew that I would be able to provide for my wife. I was working at Apple at the time. And I was part time. I didn't have a full I wasn't full time for for how I wanted to live my life and my marriage. I didn't want to just be making a couple hundred dollars a week. I wanted my pay situation to be stable. But I think regardless of how much money you had, it was in you to be stable. Right. Like but you that, were, you that's were what I'm saying. It's a part stability it's, before you right, had it. I was showing you without without trying to show you 
Yeah, exactly. I was taking. So you you could see my okay, like yeah, he ain't just. But we were counting up the costs basically before we. We were counting up the costs. I was counting up the costs, and I was paying attention to what kind of lifestyle I wanted to live with my wife ahead of time. Yes, and we talked about those. Everything was ahead of time. There wasn't no spontaneous decisions like, oh yeah, let's just do it. No. And you showed me, you showed me faithfulness and willingness to go above and beyond for me before we got married as well. You know, obviously everybody's going to see it in different ways, but just the fact that you were willing to get an extra job to fly down and see me to rent a car, to stay in a hotel by yourself at such a young age was showing me your, your willingness to step up as my, as my potential husband. Right. So I wasn't going off of, well, he might be a good, no, like, the way he's going out of his way just to date me shows me that he's going to be a good husband. Right. So those are the kind of things I was paying attention to. I mean, I mean, I wasn't going off of, well, he makes this a much amount of money. I mean, Cam was living with his parents. Not that that's a bad thing, but he was living with his parents when he was dating after you left school. And some people would be like, I would never date a dude that lives with his parents. You have to look at intentions, intentionality. Like, what are, people, what are they actually doing? Their actions, what are they actually doing? In real time, not like what they say they're going to do, but what are they actually doing? What are they showing you through their actions, through their decisions, the way they live their life now? And are you willing to put up with that? If nothing changes, if nothing ever changes and y'all are like this for the rest of your life, would you be okay with that? Because you have to be faithful with a little before you can be faithful with a lot. So if he's showing faithfulness with a little bit, then that's fine. Y'all can grow together and build together however you want to. But... As long as they're being faithful with what they have now and they're showing you that they love you and care about you now, then they're checking boxes to me. I just thought about something. I might get in trouble for this. Oh, boy. That's okay. You say something every week that might get you in trouble, so go ahead. Y'all know how you th- it's talked about that women just have this, they have this thing. Men don't have it, but women, they have it. Intuition? Mm, intuition. So if women have intuition and they just know, I, I knew it, why don't... <laughs> if you could gaze See? into the future, future, That's, you know, I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to just leave it at that. Seeing trouble from a distance. Yeah. yeah. But it's not that easy. Oh, oh no. no. I try to save the situation. Then I end up misbehaving hey now hey now (laughs) we gonna ride the right now we got a whole it's a room full of that so ravens right now they're shaking (laughs) knowing things i feel like knowing things about someone doesn't stop you from acting on your emotions or do you got to be like a certain age before you really no i I think women have intuition is just whether or not you want to go based on your intuition or not better yet we all have the Holy Spirit. We got discernment. We got discernment. We just don't use it because we'd rather go off of our feelings and what we think is comfortable and mm-hmm. what we are comfortable with doing. Mm-hmm. How much we're willing to sacrifice. Oh, Lord. Because sometimes the decisions that we need to make require a sacrifice that makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to make that decision because you want to be comfortable. You, you want to be, be happy. You just want to be happy. You want to be comfortable. You just want to be happy. You'd rather be in a relationship with somebody who's not necessarily good for you because you want, don't want to be single again. But being single is better. We've already said this. Than being with somebody who ain't worth it. 
like we've said this before, especially with the whole thing about being more spiritually mature than the other or whatever. You know, like we said before, if you really love someone and you really care about them and y'all really care about each other, like for real, for real, for real, y'all are not in competition. It's not a competition. So you should never see it like I'm way farther ahead than this person because there's probably some things you need to work on too. I think people, people always talk about on the same level. They talk about financially and oftentimes spiritually. Yeah. Those, that's, those that's, are the most those common are the ones only that I two see. things I can think of. Is, is finances and spirituality. Not to say that finances don't matter, but finances shouldn't be your main focus. They yeah, matter. Finances definitely, ma- they finances definitely matter. Finances matter the, the older you guys are. You know, at this particular stage, like I'm 30, right? I've built up uh, a decent career. I have savings. I have a 401k. I have, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there are things that you have already begun to establish once you start getting towards 30. But when we got married at 23 and 22, we really we're able to build and grow together mm-hmm. both financially and spiritually. I feel like if you are older and you're dating someone and you're thinking about getting married um, and one of you may be more well off financially. And I don't think that should be basis for whether or not y'all are compatible money because one of y'all could lose y'all job tomorrow. COVID has showed us clearly that ain't nobody's job stable. I ain't obviously don't date no bum. Who's not, because obviously he's not. You can't a, say that. What? You can't say bum. I can't say bum. It's not nice. I'm kidding. If he can't keep a job because he always quitting every six months because he has commitment, if he has commitment issues, that's a sign. Like you probably shouldn't be with somebody who has commitment issues. Yeah. I, I believe in summary, people need to do a better job of not falling in love with potential that may not even be there. It's one thing to truly see someone's potential. It's another thing to fall in love with them potentially being what you want them to be. Oh, my God. Which means that you're probably in love with the idea of being with someone. You're creating this world. Rather than being with someone who already is what you want them to be. Yep. You literally have created an entire world in your mind of what things could be like, what you want them to be like. But this, but this person, this individual has not shown you that they are working towards what you see. And when what you see don't line up with what you are looking at right now, then you got to do some reevaluating. Mm-hmm. You got to ask yourself some hard questions. You got to ask your friend. Th- this is what a lot of us do, too. And we consider ourselves grown and we make decisions without asking anyone for their input or advice or what they see because we grown and we do what we want and we make our own decisions because I'm grown. I don't live with my mom and my daddy. I do. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, 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 no. You need to ask some people that are older than you. You need to ask your parents. You need to ask an adult, somebody that you look up to that is more seasoned in their life and that have gone through some things so they can let you know, like, listen, baby girl, listen, homeboy, you don't want to go down that route because I have been where you've been. And it's, it's easier for you to make a better and more challenging decision now than to get into a situation where years down the line is going to create an entire chain reaction domino effect of things in your life that you're going to continue to ask yourself why. Yeah. 
I feel like the way you know you're settling is if you're giving more to the relationship than you're getting. Um, and you are, you feel like you're putting in more effort than that person is. You'll be in a situation and you won't be able to see it because you're so deep in it, but other people can see, okay, like sis, you the one that's driving to his house to see him all the time, picking him up and taking y'all out on dates. And he ain't done, he ain't put forth no effort. He's a nice person, but he hasn't put forth any effort or went out of his way to show himself. I suggest going to like premarital counseling, even if you are just like dating and considering marriage, you should probably go to premarital counseling. Highly advise premarital counseling, uh, uh, any kind of counseling in marital counseling, <laughs> any kind of counseling. post-marital counseling, because then that, then there's somebody who's ob like has an objective view of your relationship and they're not speaking from emotions. When we've done premarital counseling, it's like you go through the basics. Okay. Do you have the basics, the basic building blocks for a good foundation of a relationship? Do y'all believe the same thing? How do, do you agree on this? Do you agree on this? Is this going to be an issue? Is this going to be an issue? You know what I'm saying? Like going through the fundamental things that can make or break a relationship. And usually once you've gone through all that, you can tell whether or not that person is, is fit for you. Mm -hmm. I just feel like we have to get back to the basics. You know what I'm saying? Get back to the basics. Back to the basics. Focus on the basics. Don't focus on so B2B. much on what you want to see. Focus on what you're seeing right now and say, is this good enough for me? And you should get your answer. Absolutely. I love that unequally yoked in the, the, defi or the example. Because like you will literally be going in circles. You'll you literally, literally won't get to the destination. You won't reach your destination because you can't. We, if we're going to be bound together, we have, to, we have to be going in the same direction. We have to both be strong. That's, why, that's another reason why we emphasize that both of you be whole. Okay. Both of you have a strong you know, relationship with God, but at least both of you be whole and know who you are so that you're not making insecure judgment calls, insecure decisions, um, immature decisions, premature decisions. When both of you are whole, you're not in the relationship because you want a relationship. You're in the relationship because you like actually care about that person and like them enough to be with them. You know what I'm saying? When they're not whole, they want a relationship because they want somebody to complete them. Like I said, and they're not there to complete you. You're not there to complete them. So then if y'all are both on an equal playing field, you're both whole as people, then we, we are both strong enough to carry the same load, to work in the same capacity and we build together based on both of us bringing our wholeness together, you know, not I'm getting with him because he's going to elevate me or he's getting with me because I got all the, the juice that I can make stuff happen for her or whatever, or vice versa. I don't, whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. I hope we answered. Bada bing, bada I hope boom. we answered the question um, and gave you guys some insight on whether or not the person that you're with is good enough for you. I mean, we can't tell you, but you have to be able to be, make that decision for yourself, you know, so. It's got to be done. So Hopefully that written, helps. So that'll be done. And if you really, really, really want some good insight, pray about it. Pray about it. Surround yourself. Surround yourself with the people 
that you want to be like. Mm -hmm. And pray about it. Because if you are a Christian and you have a relationship with God, you should be able to pray about things and get answers. If you can't, then you might want to take some more time to do that before you decide to move forward with this relationship. Or are you getting answers and you ignoring them? Because sometimes we be waiting for God to tell us something different when he already done told us what it was. We just didn't want to hear it. Like, God, okay, can you give me a sign? I gave you 12, sis. You didn't want to pay attention to those, so I'm not giving you any more signs. Go back to the 12, please. Amen. Well, can we all stand? <laughs> stand to your feet. We're going to go home. All minds clear? I need some talk music. Where's, where's my minstrels? We're the musicians. Thank you for joining us at this particular time. Please text your support at the number at the bottom of the screen. And we look forward to joining and partnering with you next week on everything as we we love you god bless you grace and peace big bad bussin not the bentley band take a no no, no. Ooh. Ooh.